0: from Isaac to Jacob. Now by the end of Genesis 22, we know that God has reaffirmed his commitment to Abraham to bless him and to bless the world through his offspring, who's finally here, Isaac. Well, as Abraham gets older, I mean even older, he's already old, but as he gets really, really old, he he realizes he needs to find to help Isaac find a good wife. He puts a huge priority on this. And so he sends his servant Eliezer out to go try to find a good wife for Isaac from Abraham's uh, family uh, background. So so the, the servant goes out and God leads the servant to this woman, this young lady named Rebecca. Now Rebecca uh, is happy right in her home, her her father's house, and the servant though tells the family about what God is doing with Abraham and, and basically the question is put out to Rebecca, are you willing to leave everything behind and to venture out to a land you don't know, to meet a guy you don't know, to marry him and to carry on the name of Abraham through him and, and she like Abraham is willing to leave everything behind and she goes out in faith and she's united to Isaac. it's a beautiful story they, but, but she's also turns out to be barren just like her mother-in-law Sarah it's through it's through great difficulty that the offspring are coming and and our hope is in offspring and this is all replaying what has been said in Genesis chapter 3 with the curses but 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 Isaac prays to the Lord and after 20 years of marriage God blesses Isaac and Rebekah with twins Jacob and Esau Esau comes out first but Jacob is grabbing onto his heel as he's coming out, crazy scene, right? But this kind of gives you the character of Jacob. He's someone who's like grabbing onto the heel of his brother. So now Isaac has two sons, Jacob and Esau. But God says before those two sons, those twins that are ever born, that God has chosen Jacob to carry on the line and to bless the world, and that the that the older would in fact would serve the younger. That that is what God said, and and Isaac though as is, we don't read a lot about Isaac he doesn't seem to really live up maybe to the to the character of his of his father in a lot of ways but at the end of Isaac's life as he's an old man he is determined seemingly because he loves food a lot uh, you have to read the story you can listen to the other the the more extended version of this but Isaac because of his love for tasty food and his love for his son Esau at the end of his life is committed to bless Esau instead of Jacob, even though God has chosen Jacob, instead of Esau. But Rebekah, she overhears it, because women in the Bible, they tend to eavesdrop. And she overhears this plan, and so she decides to try to fool her husband. And she has Jacob, who's like a smooth guy, dressed up like a hairy uh, mountain man, like Esau. And Jacob pulls off this con, goes in, tricks his father, and his, his kind of blindish father blesses Jacob thinking it's Esau. Esau comes in from the field, oh, Father, bless me. And Isaac trembles and he realizes he's blessed Jacob and he cannot undo what he's done. And, and maybe he realizes at that moment that he that is what God's will was. That's what he always should have done. Well, Jacob and Esau, their relationship gets fractured. Esau plans to kill Jacob. Mom's, of course, is... Uh, eavesdropping again, hears this, says Jacob you got to get out of here, go down to where I came from, find a wife down there and that kind of thing. So Jacob is on the run from his brother Esau, and, but we know that God's hand is going to be on Jacob and it's not because Jacob's a good guy, Jacob's a bad guy. In many ways, Esau seems like a more commendable guy than Jacob in the story so far, but Jacob goes down and he falls in love with this young lady Rachel, she's beautiful, but she's kind of got an ugly sister Leah And he reaps what he sows because he worked seven years for Rachel and on the wedding night the dad, Laban, deceives him and gives him uh, Leah, who's not pretty, instead of Rachel. And they wake up the next morning and behold, it was Leah. And Jacob is now married to Leah, even though he wanted to be married to Rachel. And so the dad says, ah, you know what, Uh, how about you work another seven years for me? You can marry her next week if you'll do that. So Jacob now has two wives. And unlike the parents, you know, where they weren't able to have children very easily, uh, Jacob and Leah are having lots of children. Jacob and Rachel are not, though. And so Leah is having one child after another. And then they realize, okay, this isn't working out you know, for Rachel. So Rachel starts giving her handmaid to Jacob. And this is the offspring wars in a different way. Jacob is having kids all over the place. He has like 12 sons and a daughter and... Uh, Jacob is being almost used, just thrown back and forth between the women, and we're like, this guy is not the kind of guy that uh, you would think God would raise up to to bless the world. Uh, but God eventually gets a hold of Jacob's heart. Uh, Jacob is going; uh, he leaves where his wives are from and they're headed back and he sees Esau it's been a long time coming and he thinks Esau is, is going to kill him and Jacob in this uh, context has an encounter with God where God really gets a hold of Jacob's life he, he touches his hip and he, and he limps around the rest of his life but, but Jacob seems in that moment to really want God and to realize he needs God it's like God uh, appears to him, fights with him, uh, even seems to lose in some way, if you read the text in Genesis 32, but, in, but really God wins. He wins in, un, in an unexpected way, and he, and he changes Jacob, changes his name to Israel, and in fact Esau does not bring take out vengeance on his brother. Instead, there's this great reunion between Jacob and Esau, and now you have Israel as a, Jacob as Israel, as a changed man. 12 sons. God is blessing him and is intending to bless the world through him and through his offspring.